Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Hey, Relevant, how's it going, guys? As you can see, I'm via video today, but I wanted to come to you with this special teaching. Thank you guys so much for releasing us to do what God has called us to do. We're in Atlanta, Georgia today. We just preached a couple of meetings. We're gonna be preaching today and tonight. Thank you guys for your prayers, but I wanted to be with you. This is such a special time of year for me because we are in the art of gratitude. What does that mean? It's about being grateful, being grateful for what God has done, being grateful for what God is doing and being thankful. You know, we get ready for Thanksgiving. It's such a special holiday that we celebrate. But it's more than a holiday. It's an attitude we all must have. It's a prerequisite for the presence of God. Today's teaching, I gave you a note sheet. I want you to take 30 days to be thankful. I want you to spend 30 days of being gracious and walking in gratitude towards one another. I want you to be thankful for what you have. I want you to be thankful for the people that are in your life. And I want you to be thankful and grateful for how good God has been to you and to me. And I want you to know you're part of my Thanksgiving package. You're part of my gratitude package. Being your pastor has blessed my life so much. And I got this teaching for you today. And that's why I wanted to just teach it, just sit down, give you this note sheet, and just look and reflect upon how good God has been. And then take some of these powerful truths that God has given you and me, and out of all those lessons, I want you to just reflect, and I want you to start applying thanksgiving and gratitude, not just this month. You know, one of the scriptures I use is this, that thankfulness and thanksgiving and gratitude is the password to God's presence. Amen? I don't know about you, but that means that it is not an option It is a requirement for the life of the believer. So today's lesson is going to be awesome. I cannot wait to be back with you. I'll be back with you next week. But I want you to remember this. When you reflect upon how good God has been today and you take that note sheet and you go home, share these truths as a family. Share these truths with your kids and with your loved ones. And if you're a first-time visitor, I'm so glad you're here with us. You're going to love our church family. I'll tell you what, we got the best church in the world. So enjoy today's video. I love you, and I'll see you soon. This whole month, one of the reasons why I really wanted to come to you today and share this with you is that I think that praise, thanksgiving, gratitude, thankfulness, all these elements becoming a focus of our life can transform the life we live. I've got a couple points. They're on your paper. I think they're really going to help you in teaching you today that a heart of gratitude can change your life forever. A lot of good stuff I'm going to be talking about. But one of the things I want you to know is this, that just because this thinking thing, we haven't left it, We have to create the power of habitual thankfulness. And I want you to know this. This is not like an option. This is, this is, this is, this is God. This is not like a suggestion. This is a requirement of the kingdom to be thankful, to be grateful. And it sooner or later has to become a mind assignment of you and me where we can start. Now think of this we can start understanding and thinking through the lens of being thankful. Because you know what I do, a lot of times when life isn't working just the way we think it's going to work, we're not as thankful in certain seasons and grateful in certain seasons as other seasons because the circumstances of life doesn't look like it's working out on our behalf. So what do we all do? We get a little bit of grumbly. We get a little mumbly. We get a little bit complaining. Come on, guys. We're not as thankful as we need to be because we're allowing the circumstances of life to dictate sometimes to our heart the attitude we have in the moment. But how many of you know when thankfulness, when the art of giving generosity, when the art of giving thanks, when the art, it's an art form, to give, when your mind is stayed on him, give. When you understand that giving 
gratitude and thankfulness to God not only changes my situation, my circumstance, and my heart, it also pleases God and allows him to have access to move in my life. I want you to look at this. In Psalms 100, verse 1, it, it, it's, it's, it's a poetic song of thanksgiving. And it's the Passion Translation. Reads really well. And I want you to look at this. Psalm, we're going to read all of Psalm 100, Psalm 100, verse 1. And I like what it says because it talks about us lifting up a great shout of joy. Lifting up a place of praise. Lift up. Look what it says. Look at the screen. Lift up a great shout of joy to the Lord. Go ahead and do it, everyone, everywhere. As you serve him, be glad and worship him. Sing your way into his presence with joy. Now, this is what I'm saying. Now, have you been taking time? Now, we're going to see some things, and this is why I know it always seems like when I come and slow it down and sit down and get before the camera, I'm like, man, I really want to be here, like with this. Because we got great... We got great preachers in this house. You know that. And we're getting ready next year to even let even more of them just go and do and do the, and release their gifts into this body. I'll tell you what, we are blessed with some amazing people here. Amen. And I just want you to know, I wanted to bring this to you because I really wanted to get going because we're, we're in November really strong already. And, we're, and I want to keep this 30 days of gratitude really going. You know what I mean? I really want us to be focused on this because I think it's important to fix, set our points in our heart, so we're ready for the for the for what's coming in a new year. So, like, we're people of gratitude, we're people of thanks, we're people of praise, we're people of we're, we're acknowledging God for all the good He's done. You know what I mean? I don't want to be I don't want to be the guy that's not giving God praise. And as, look what it says in verse two: As you serve Him, be glad and worship Him. Sing your way into His presence with joy. Now, there you go, right there. Have you been taking that in? Have you been singing coming into the presence of God? Realize what this really means. We have the privilege of worshiping the Lord our God, for he is our creator and we belong to him. We are the people of his pleasure. Now watch verse 4. This is really cool. You can pass through his open gates with the password of praise. Man, isn't that good? How do you get in through the, how do you get into the presence of God with the password of praise? Come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. Did you pull that in? Come right into the presence of God with thanksgiving. Come through the open gate with the password of praise. So look what he's saying. What's your password? You got a password for every day. Now we live by passwords. What does passwords do? They give us access to a place. Look what he said. God said, you want my presence? Come. He said, you want to come into my gate? Come on. Here's what he's telling you. He said, you want to come to the table? You want to come in? You want to come in the door of my house? Then come with the password of praise. Come into my presence with thanksgiving. The art of praise. The art of thanksgiving. Come Bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. You see this? So come with praise. Come, get in with praise. Get in my presence with thanks and offer me thanksgiving and transform your life. See what I'm saying? Now, what do we do? Man, you know what we do. Sometimes we come in grumbling and mumbling and complaining and, and just going on. Look at this. For the Lord is always good. Look at this, man. And ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you. So kind that it will astound you. And he is famous for his faithfulness towards all. Is that not good? God is famous for his faithfulness. Everyone knows our God can be trusted for he keeps his promise from generation to generation. Ain't that good? What, do you see this? So now, now look, this is why it's good that we're doing this, okay? So real slow, think of this. We're, think of this. Have I been coming in? Now, God gives us a prerequisite of his, to come to him. He says, bring me praise. The password to get in 
is praise. The password to the presence of God is thanksgiving. And while you're there, thank him for who he is. Think of that. Now, what do we say? Well, you know, I'm coming in. No, did you did, did you get the, what up? You never, you ever get, you ever go somewhere and like the other day, I wanted to get something, right? And I tried to get in this thing and it asked me for the password. I had no idea what the password was. So I tried all the passwords I know and none of them opened up. So what does that mean? That means without the password, I can't get in. So let me ask you a question. If heaven gave me and you the requirements to enter in, if we don't use the password, whose fault is that? He said, you want to come in? Bring me praise. When's the last time you started praising God before you got into his presence? When's the last time we gave God thanksgiving for his presence, for his place? He's telling you what to do. Remember this. Thankfulness simply means showing appreciation of someone or something to be grateful. That's what it is. Thankfulness simply means showing appreciation of someone or something to be grateful. Right? Now, here's what we have to learn. And all this month, it's been helping. We must create the power of habitual thankfulness. Now, that sounds kind of wild, but I want you to do that. You must create an atmosphere of constantly being thankful. Because what's the problem? If we're not thankful, we're usually complaining, right? If we're not thankful, we're mumbling, we're grumbling, we're upset. God's not doing this. God's not doing that. So I want to give you a couple of points that I think can change your life in this area of being thankful. Now you say, well, Pastor Chris, man, I'm pretty thankful. Well, thankfulness is more than just being um, once in a while. Thankfulness is a command. Now you got to see this. Point number one I want you to pull in is this. Thankfulness and gratitude is not an option. It is a command. So now here's the problem with this, and this is what I want you to see. Write that down. Thankfulness and gratitude is not an option. It is a command. Praise the Lord. I get to use the new cup. I'm kind of happy about this. Kind of got my cup, kind of sitting down, kind of feeling like, hey, Come on, somebody's like, hey, we're slowing it down. We've got to get these truths in our heart because they're important. Now watch this. Thankfulness and gratitude is not an option. It's a command. But the problem with it is this. We usually base how thankful or how grateful we are to God based upon circumstances and emotions. And you got to pull that in. We look at the circumstances and sometimes we look at our emotions to tell us whether we're going to give God thanksgiving, gratitude, praise. And usually that sets up a, a position for failure because why? It doesn't look like everything's good. So why am I being thankful? It doesn't feel like everything's good. And it does because you got to understand something. Thankfulness is a powerful force that either attracts people towards you or removes people away from you. It's a force, man. It's a force whether you multiply, decrease, grow, attract, repel. People don't realize this. Look at Psalm 50, verse 14, passion. Okay? This is big because what we're starting to see is this, is that, man, so we're asking ourselves this week, because then I'm going to talk about the art of giving in other areas. We're asking ourselves this week, am I living a life of gratitude? Am I thankful you know, for everything. And usually what happens is life hits um, are usually the things that I think reawaken us to be grateful. I was watching a commercial the other day, and you probably all seen this commercial. The man had, you know, been, it was like, it was a COVID patient. I think it was a guy, I say he was like in almost 70, 80 days in the hospital. He, it's a commercial, you'll see it on TV. I watched it. You know, I was watching the game and I seen it. And the guy said, I was in the hospital for 80 days or whatever it was. I know he said he died three times and came back to life. And he said, he goes, and now he goes, I'm just, I, he basically said, I'm happy just to be able to get up and go to the bathroom because I couldn't, I, he couldn't move. You know what I'm saying? 
And like what happens is usually when you hit a setback in life or you see somebody that hits a setback, you start being grateful for things that you just take for granted. Now, I don't want like, you know, build that picture like, oh, we got to go through tragedy to be grateful. How about we just start being grateful for everything God's done and we don't need to learn the lesson of, the, of, of, of life like that. We're like, we got to see a setback or we got to have a setback to just be ex- excited. To bre- Did you get up today and are you breathing? Come on, somebody. Did you get up today? You're seeing. Did you get up today and you're walking? Did you get up today? You're talking. Did you get up today and, you know, you went outside, man, you felt good? And, you know, just like, hey, man, I can, I can, I can, get, I can drive to church. Some of you are complaining to come, come to church. Be happy you can get up and drive to church. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I know what happens with me is I, you know, it's kind of like we live in this, you know, what have you done for me lately, God mentality. It's not good. Got to be careful. We usually base, how many of you do this? You base your thanksgiving, you base your praise, you base your worship, you base your church attendance, you base your life on your circumstances that you're facing and your emotions that you're feeling. So when you feel like good, oh, you got all the praise in the world for God. But when your emotions don't line up to it, you, you're like, yeah, whatever. Remember the story in the Bible that everybody uses is right. The lepers came to Jesus and they said, man, he said, will you heal us? And he healed them and only one came back. He said, where's the other nine? Where did the other nine go? Why don't they, why didn't they come back? He said, one came back to give him praise. You know what I'm saying? Thankfulness. Look at Psalm 50, 14. It says, and there, why don't you bring me the sacrifices I desire? Bring me your true and sincere thanks and show your gratitude by keeping your promise to me, the most high. Is that not good or what? Look, what that's God speaking to you. Why don't you bring me the sacrifice I want? You know, right? Don't we do this with God? Well, God, I'll give you what I got. He didn't say, give me what you got. He said, bring me what I want. By bringing me your true, sincere thanks. Show me your gratitude. How do I show you my, oh God, I'm grateful. Then keep your promise to me. Honor me by trusting in me in your day of trouble. Did you see that? He said, honor me by what? Trust me when the days ain't good. Cry out to me and I will be there to rescue you. Isn't that good? Why don't you bring me your sacrifice? Bring me what I want. Well, it's not good. What do we do? We get really, we get funny with this stuff, don't we? We're like, oh God, I know, but, you know what I mean? How about this? Number two, thankfulness is the power that is used to control the circumstances of your life. Thankfulness is the power that is used to control the circumstances of your life. Write that down. Thankfulness is the power that is used to control the circumstances of your life. Amen? It's true. Because why? Thankfulness, the power of thankfulness will minimize the effects of negative things. It allows the presence of God to transform your life moments. It minimizes the effects of negative things. When things get negative, if I can get thankful, it allows the presence of God to transform the situation. You see that? It minimizes the effects of the circumstances. It minimizes the effects of the things I'm going through. And this is strong. You find this, um, we're staying with the passion. Psalm 107, verse 8. These scriptures are awesome. You need to meditate on these scriptures. I'm telling you what, these are some really good scriptures to change your life. I promise you that. I'm telling you, when you see these, because he starts breaking it down, he says, look, man, he said, I'm going to show you how to do this. And I know sometimes, like, we're in this, like, Pastor Chris, you know, this is good, but you need to just realize this, that if you don't get a mindset, remember we were talking about the mind all month, and I'm not done talking about it. I'm going to pull it in this thing. You have to have the mind of gratitude, the mind of thanksgiving. You have to remember this stuff. If you don't teach yourself and train yourself, you won't do it. Look what it says in verse 8. So lift your hands and thank God for his marvelous kindness and for all his miracles of mercy for those he loves. 
He tells us what to do. He said, lift your hands and thank you, God. Thank God. When's the last time you did that in the presence of God? Just went in your prayer time and said, thank you, God. Lift your hands and thank you, glory. How, how he satisfies the souls of the thirsty ones and fills the hungry with all that is good. So, some of us once sat in darkness, living in the dark shadows of death. We were prisoners to pain, chained to our regrets. Did you read that? This is why I, this is why I like sometimes like, you know, I always say this when I'm behind this thing like this. It slows me down. Look what we just read. Some of you once sat in darkness. You did. Living in the dark shadows of death. You did. We were prisoners to our pain. We were chained to regrets. Ain't it cra- That's crazy, ain't it? For we, no, it says here, for we rebelled against God's word. We rejected the wise counsel of the God of most high. So he humbled us through our circumstances, watching us as we stumbled with no one there to pick us up, pick us back up. Our own pain became our punishment. Then we cried to him, Lord, help us, rescue us. And he did. His light broke through the darkness and he led us out into freedom from death, dark shadow and snapped everyone of our chains. Man, isn't that a powerful scripture? Think of this, right? Thankfulness is the power that allows us to what? Get control of the circumstances of our life. Tells you what you do. What did he tell you in the first verse to do? Lift your hands and thank God. Why? Because of his mercy, his marvelous kindness, and his miracle mercy that he gave you because you love him. When's the last time you just gave God thanks? When's the last time you just went into prayer and just thanked him? When's the last time you just thank God all day? Just keep thanking him. Thank him all day long for what he does and who he is and what he's done for you and how he's done it. I'm telling you right now, these, these, these are like set points, you know? It's like teaching faith. Write this down. Number three is another powerful point. When you develop an attitude of thankfulness, you will change the world around you. That is so good. Check this out. When you develop an attitude of thankfulness, you will change the world around you. Why is that? Because you're thinking the world's got to change, but you could change the world around you with your attitude. Your attitude allows you to see things different than everybody else. And that's the truth. And I want you to really sit here for a minute and think about this. When I develop an attitude of thankfulness, I will change the world around me. How many times are people waiting for other people to change who they are for them to have the quality of life that they want to live, right? If everybody around, if my spouse gets this, if my kid gets that, if my neighbor, my family, my friend, my coworker does it, man, how about this? How about you go in with a contagious, you, you, you know what? You, you, everybody needs to get a contagious, infectious disease called thankfulness, Amen. And you know, that's kind of funny, but you know what I mean? We need to get so filled with thankfulness, so filled with gratitude, so filled with praise, so filled with giving thanks, so filled with worship, that when people get around you, they can't even stand the level of where you're at. They got to just get in. And you know what I mean by that? Now watch this. I'll prove it to you. Some of you have people around you that are constantly negative about (laughs) everything that's going on, man. It was making me laugh because I was thinking about something too. Have you ever been in a spot where like people make you, they're constantly negative. They're negative about life. They're negative about so many things that go on. And this is where the problem comes in. They're negative and they, they don't allow thankfulness and gratitude to become a way of life to change their life. They, they allow the circumstances of life, the circumstances of life, the actions, the things that are going on, when they come to them, they allow it to mess them up. Instead of focusing, this is really cool, instead of focusing on being thankful and, and being gra- gracious in gratitude, what do they do? They focus on the negative, and now nothing's going to When you develop an attitude of thankfulness, you will change the world around you. Look at Philippians 4.11, Passion Translation, powerful. It goes 4.11 through 13. 
I want you to see this because I think this is huge. Because here's the thing. I'm not telling you this because I'm in need. Paul the apostle knew it. For I have learned to be satisfied in any circumstance. Have you done that? Well, I haven't done it. Right? I know what it means. Look what he says. I know what it means to lack. He said, I'm satisfied. I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. I am, listen to this. This is, listen to scripture. For I am trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger, and I find that the strength of Christ, explosive power, infuses me to conquer every difficulty. You know what he says? He said, no matter what state I, in the King James says, no matter what state I was in, I found out to be content. When I went to Bible school, I laughed about it. I was like, I went to Oklahoma. I was like, I found out how to be content in Oklahoma. How many got to get content in Florida? How many got to get content in your house? Come on. Yeah, I know you guys are all looking at me like, Pastor Chris, you know, this is going to be one of them days, you know. I'm going to send you I'm going to send you a text and tell you I'm mad at you. No, you're not mad at me. What I'm doing is I'm challenging us to do what the word of God says. When you develop an attitude, are you thankful for your spouse? Are you thankful for your kids? Are you don't like your job? Are you thankful for your job? Are you thankful for the people you love? Are you thankful for your parents? Are you thankful for your life? What are you thankful for? You know what I'm saying? I'm massively thankful for my wife and my kids because they're awesome. They're amazing. They make me so happy. Every time I think of them, I smile. Amen. I'm so I'm thankful for my church. I really am. And some of you are real, you know, you're real, you're real special. You know what I mean? I really am. I thank God for you guys, even the special ones. Look at your neighbor and say, he might be talking about you. He could be talking about you. Look at your other neighbor and say, he's definitely, definitely talking about you. He's definitely, definitely talking about you. You know what I'm saying? I thank God for you guys. I really do. I thank God that you came today. I thank God that we're here. I thank God, you know, you guys, you guys do life with me. You're a, we're a family. We do this thing together, right? But this is important. So you, it's, it doesn't mean that, oh, you know, like you're thankful for somebody today and then, you know, they, they don't respond right in life and they become a big problem. And now you're like, oh, I, you know, you know, I'm allowing you to affect me like that. Can you imagine what God's got to put up with? Now, this is strong. Now I'm getting into really, you see what I'm saying? Because what are we all doing right now? I'm doing what you did when I, when I preach it. I'm thinking, I'm not walking into God's presence sometimes thankful. I'm not walking into God's presence with praise. I'm not walking in God's presence with joy. I'm not walking in God's presence. I, I didn't come in with the password of praise. Then you can't get mad if you don't go in. So check this out, right? Have you ever done this? This is really cool. You ever, you ever go to somebody and they give you a passcode to get in? Door code or something like that? Or give you something there? And they say, here's the five numbers. You know, here's my passcode. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, I got it. Right? You show up and you're like, I forgot the code. And you're punching all these numbers trying to get in. I remember the kids, Luke would come home, right? He brings a lock. He had to get a lock for school, right? So he got the combination. He does it, sets it, walks away, and then what happens? We don't remember what the numbers were. So here I am, literally, honest to God, I did this. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I started going in there, like, trying to figure it out. I'm thinking his birthday, that wasn't it. I'm thinking this, that wasn't it. I'm thinking that. I'm thinking, like, maybe he just did, like, one, two, three, so he remembered for his <laughs> I'm going, you know what? That lock's going in the garbage. I'm not getting in. You know what I mean? It's like we're wasting time here. We're, we can't get in. We don't have the combination. It's like a code. We can't get in. So there's my question. What do we do? Well, God, I'm here. And God's like, did you bring me praise? Because that's the password. Maybe God can't do some things you want him to do in your life because you haven't come to him properly. Who's, did he say that? Did he, did he just say that? They just say, maybe God cannot do some things in your life you're asking him to do because you didn't come to him properly. He said, here's the password to get in. 
okay? Praise. Praise the Lord. Thank you, right? Then he said, when you get there, you want my presence? Thank me. Bring me some thanksgiving, and I'll show up. So it's like, hey, here's the door code. Get in through praise. Got in. Now when you get there, start thank you, thank you, and he'll come in. And stay with that thankful attitude before you even get to petitions and asking and I need and this, that, and the other thing. And man, I'm going to tell you what, thankfulness is a, contagious. Gratitude is contagious. Man, look, you ever been around unthankful people, ungrateful people? Man, I'm going to tell you right here now, I, I, I don't like it. You know what I mean? And this whole generation's all entitled. These crazy people are nuts. You ain't entitled to nothing in life. You want to go get it. You know what I mean? But don't you, don't you, I, I don't like, look, man, I do not like unthankful people, ungrateful people. Would you not do anything for anybody? You know what I mean? I don't even like holding a door open for strangers and then don't say thank you. Look, I went out of my way to do it. I didn't do it for you. I did it out of respect. You know what I mean? But you can't say thank you? Come on, man. You guys know what I'm talking about. Unthankful, ungrateful people. How many of you done things for people that are ungrateful, and after you did it, you're like, man, you know, I wasn't looking for no accolades, but it would have been nice if you said thank you. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Now, this is what I wanted to get to. Four is one of the most powerful. Four is a life-changing. This thing hit me upside my head. I, I, I wanted to slow this down for four. We must recognize that thankfulness will produce an invisible reward. <sighs> that blew me out of the water. We must rank, recognize that thankfulness will produce an invisible reward. Oh my God, isn't that good? There's an, see, you can't see it when you're doing it. It's an invisible reward. Like It's like this. Stuff is going on and you're still thankful, Right? Come on, right? We count it all joy. Joy is like to be thankful. Count it all joy for problems? No. Count it all joy because you got the answer living inside of you. But here's the kicker. It doesn't look like it's working when you first start doing it. It's an invisible reward. See that? Man, if you could get four, if you get anything out today, get four. I'm telling you, I've been doing this for a minute. Get four. Figure four out. We must recognize that thankfulness will produce an invisible reward. What does that mean? Man, God is looking down in the earth and I thank you. You don't even know what the power of the art of thankfulness, the art of gratitude, the art of what? The art of giving God praise. Now think of this, what I mean. What do you mean it produces invisible reward? It does. So just thank him anyway. But I don't understand what's going on. Don't worry about it. It's going on. Second Corinthians 4, 7. We're staying with the passion. Man, I'm telling you what, man, this is big. Invisible reward. I love that. Don't you love that statement? And, well, next time you're like this, because this is what's going to happen. Looks, this one, It's going to look like the world's all jacked up you're living in. It's going to look like the thing's upside down. It's going to look like you're losing. It's going to look like you don't feel right. It's going to look like you got emotionally whacked out. It's going to look what it looks like. And you're going to start going, thank you. I'm not thanking you for this mess. I'm thanking you bigger than the mess. You're making me bigger than the mess. Thank you, thank you. Man, the invisible, what you cannot see with your eyes because the circumstances are there, is going to start becoming your reward. God's going to start doing things and intervening. That's what 2 Corinthians 4, 7 talks about, the power of who you are in Christ. We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's and not ours. Jesus, good God. Can you hear this? Though we experience every kind of pressure, we're not crushed. Mm -hmm. But at times we don't know what to do, but quitting is not an option. Hey, did you hear that? We are persecuted. Quitting ain't no option. I need to read 7 and 8 one more time. I don't know about you, but how you sitting in your seat right now, I don't know how you're doing it. We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's and not ours. Hey, we experience every kind of pressure. We ain't crushed. At times, we don't know what to do, but I'll tell you one thing, quitting ain't an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but we ain't knocked out. Come on, somebody. 
I got knocked down, but I ain't knocked out. We continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies so that the resurrection life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. We consider living to mean that we are constant. You better get this. I pray. This is why slow is good right now. Read this scripture. We consider living to mean that we are constantly being handed over to the death of Jesus for Jesus' sake. Over to the death. Since, oh, this is what living is as a Christian. You just keep giving yourself over to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. <sighs> Sit on that. Meditate and marinate on that one. So then death is at work in us, but it releases life in you. We have the same spirit of faith that is described in the scriptures when it says, first I believe, then I spoke, spoke in faith. So we also first believe, and then we speak in faith. Did that not, did that not make sense? He's like, yeah. He's like, you're going to constantly be given over to death. If you're going to let what you're feeling determine your praise, you ain't never praising God. If you're going to let what you're feeling or what you're going through determine whether you're going to give God thanks, you ain't never going to thank God. You know what I'm saying? You can't look at the circumstances of life to tell you where your praise meter's at. You can't look at the circumstance of life to see where your thanksgiving's at. You can't look at the circumstance. Man, Paul and Silas were in the jail cell. I'm going to talk about it in a minute. You think these cats want to go praise God? But you got to remember this, point number five. The moment you correct your focus towards thankfulness, your life will change forever. Point number five. The moment you correct your focus towards thankfulness, your life will change forever. You have to correct your focus. Now, I'm going to show you something here, okay? This is, a, this is a mini nugget, okay? So I want you to write this down. God gave you worship, thanks, even gave you the word. They're all distractions and strengths for you to tap into to get away from the circumstances you're facing in the earth. I'm telling you that. The word of God was given to you to disconnect and find truth that change your circumstances. You see this? You see what I'm saying? It's a focus changer. So you're going through life. You find the word. The word then applied to life changes your focus. Jesus was the written word. He was the spoken word. He spoke it. He was, he, was, he, he was the word became flesh. So why? Because the word came flesh changed circumstances. That's what he's trying to get with you, you to say. Greater is he. Application. Worship. Get off this and get over here. Thanks. Get off this and get over here. Gratitude. Get off this and get over here. What happens when you start saying, thank you, Jesus? You got, you got stuff going on in life. You got marriage problems, and you go, "Thank you, Jesus." You're taking your eyes off the you're taking your eyes off the circumstances, the tests and trials of life, and you're putting your attitude of gratitude where it needs to be. And now the art form of doing this is transforming your future. You see it in Acts sixteen twenty five. King James is fine. Acts sixteen twenty five. The moment I correct my focus towards thankfulness, my life will change forever. Ain't that good? And at midnight, Paul and Silas got beat. They were put in prison. You guys know these scriptures, but come on. Paul and Silas prayed and sang praise unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake. They, they prayed and sang praise? They're in prison. Shouldn't they have gotten mad and upset? Shouldn't they have got, like, God, why am I here? God, why do I got to go through this? Come on, think about all the things you'd be thinking about. Come on, man, you wouldn't be singing no praise. You'd be screaming, why me? So would I. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so the foundations of the prison were shaken. Immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awakening out of his sleep, seeing the prison doors open, drew his sword that he would kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had fled. But what happened? They said, no, the guy winds up getting saved. But here's what I'm saying. And at midnight... Paul and Silas prayed and sang praise unto God. They're in jail. Why are they singing and praising God after they just got beaten? They didn't do nothing wrong. 
because they understood the power of praise, the art of praise, changed their circumstances. How in the world, you don't think that was a miracle? What miracle are we leaving behind that God's trying to do in our life because we're not grateful? We're not thankful. We're not acting towards an attitude of thanksgiving. We're not acting towards an attitude of gratitude. We're not acting towards an attitude of being graciously happy for what God has done. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, man, this is strong stuff. I'm, I'm going I'm to give you this one. I'm going to give you a quick one, and then I'm going to give you this other one because it's important. Thankfulness, thankfulness, thankfulness is a, I'm going to put a long, it's going to be long, so I'm going to combine them. Thankfulness is a product of your chosen focus. Okay? Sounds a little bit like this, but I want you to say this. Thankfulness is a product of your chosen focus. Now, I want you to understand this, okay? Thankfulness is a product of your chosen focus, and it is what? It is determining the experiences you have with God. That's big, okay? So now, did you get that? Thankfulness, I want to read it together, is a product of chosen focus. So you understand, you got to focus. This is why your mind's important. This is why we just came out of mind dealing, mastermind. Thankfulness is a, is a product of your chosen focus, okay? So that's what I'm saying. If you're going to be thankful, it's because I choose to focus on what I should be thankful about. But watch this. It is determining the experiences you have with God. So let me ask you a question. If you do not stay in this attitude of thankfulness and gratitude and attitude like that, guess what it is? It's robbing you of encounters with God because you're not in a position to have it. Because God wants, what happens if Paul and Silas don't start singing in the jail cell where it's not cool? They don't have an experience. What happens if everyone throughout the Bible doesn't go and make the move they make to be gracious towards God, to be thankful towards God? They miss moments. The woman at the issue, of, the woman with the issue of blood. What happens if she starts complaining? I'm telling you, gratitude can change the spirit of a man. It could change your whole life. I got so much stuff in this thing. I'm telling you, when you're grateful and you show honor towards people, these, the word of God will change your life forever. The word of God and mentorship will change your life forever. When you're grateful for the people in your life, your spouse, when you're grateful, it'll change their words forever and it'll change your life. It'll put your life on a course. It's not on by itself. It's a guidance system. It's called gratitude. But I want, I want to just, I just want to touch base with this. This is really, I felt that really strong in my spirit. What would have happened with the woman with the issue of blood if she just wouldn't have been thankful? You say, well, what do you mean? She was over there with an issue of blood. Yeah, she went from physician to physician. But one day Jesus came by and she thought, if I can get to him, he could change my life forever. Guess what? She said. Now, you might, you, you, you might be asking me this question. You say, Pastor Chris, what do you mean? What would happen with the blind Bartimaeus? What would have happened if he just would have shut down and said, I don't, I, I'm not going to yell out. This is just my life. Son of David, have mercy on me. You understand that's gratitude? You understand that's a heart of gratitude? Have mercy on me because you can. But, I'm a, but I just want to sit on the corner. I'm a blind man. You know, I'm just going to complain about being in my situation. And listen, I understand some situations are the way they are. But what would happen if, what would happen with the woman with the issue of blood? What would happen if the woman with the well? Without gratitude and thankfulness. Jesus said, she said, he said, give me a drink. She said, where are you going to get a drink? Why are you asking me this? You don't even got a bucket. He said, if you knew the gift of God that stood before you. You'd ask me for water, you'd never be thirsty again. Gratitude, thankfulness, those are all forms. It's not just lifting your hands in the air and going, praise God, praise God. That's a form of it, but you understand what I'm saying? Being, being thankful for someone. Being great, gra having gratitude for someone. What's your life going to look like? What are you going to shake off of your life when you start being grateful for what God has given you? You know what I mean? You might, not have, you might not have exactly everything you want, but what's going to happen when you start being grateful for what you have? 
You might not have the relationships you want, but what's going to happen when you start being when you start being thankful for the relationship you do have? You might not have the friends you want, but what's going to happen when you start being thankful for the friends you do have? What's going to be like when you start thanking God? Don't we always sometimes look at the life through a, through a focus of what we don't have? And we're always wanting what doesn't seem to be in our life. And sometimes we forget what's already sitting in the palm of our hand. I'm going to leave you with this, and I say this all the time. The story of the prodigal son is very challenging in a lot of ways. But one of the things I've always thought about with that story is one son wakes up one day and goes and wastes away in riotous living, the Bible says. Just runs out the door, chasing after stuff. And the other son is home. And whether he's proper in his behavior or whatever, the father said, everything I have is thine. I understand all that. But you know what I started seeing with that story was this. The son that was home said, hey, I've been faithful, but nobody had a party for me. I've been trying to be faithful and do what I can do. And nobody had, nobody had a, a parade for me. Nobody had a party for me. Nobody put a robe on me. Nobody put on, nobody put on me what I felt needed to be put on. And his father said this to him. I love this statement. He said, don't you know that everything I have is already yours? Perspective. He said, son, he said, everything I got is yours. Your brother, he was in question because we didn't know what he was going to do. But you've been here. I know sometimes faithfulness looks like it's being overlooked. But I promise you this, your faithfulness to God has already produced your reward. And God's telling you, everything I got is yours. You don't even have to ask him for it. He's already prepared it for you. Keeping an attitude of thankfulness, keeping an attitude of gratitude, keeping an attitude of praise, keeping an, the art form. What do you mean art form? It's an art form. You know what I mean by that? You have to present it, otherwise you're not going to do it. You got to like go, okay, you got to think about it. Like, hey, I'm going to, this is what praise looks like. This is what worship looks like. So this is what I want to do. This is where I really want to come. You got a note sheet. You filled in the blanks. It's been awesome. But here's what I want you to do. On that note sheet is a couple key points this whole month to reflect upon. Okay? Being thankful, having gratitude, everything you have, everything, everyone in your life, being thankful for your spouse, being thankful for your children, being thankful for your job, being thankful for what you do have, be thankful for everything. There's some key points this whole month to produce the attitude of gratitude, but also produce the position of, of gratitude in the heart, thanksgiving, and praise. Guys, I want you to know this. Heaven gave us instructions. The instructions are laid out. He said, you want to get the password? You want to get in? Bring me praise. You want to get my presence to show up? Bring me some thanks. And you want to get your requests? You want to get your request answers? Philippians, what's it say? Make your requests made known unto God with thanksgiving. Maybe some of your prayers ain't getting answered because you haven't been mixing Thanksgiving with your petition. Maybe we got to mix some believing we receiving and thanking God for who he is, for what he does, and how he's going to transform your life. Because I'm going to tell you right now, until you get to the place of understanding that this, listen, don't take things for granted. I'm telling you, man, you, take, you start taking, I'm telling you what happens too. It's like this. We start taking things for granted. And I'm telling you, I've been doing this for a minute. I had, one time I went to somebody's house. I'm not going to mention who. They're, they're, not, they're not here. But I said, man, it was like a struggle for this guy just to walk. And I promise you, it changed my life forever. I was like watching that with my eyes. I left. I if I could have slapped myself, I would have. I would have. Because it really made me wake up like, man. And I stopped saying I got to do stuff. I said, I get to do this. I get to go to work. Because somebody would love to go to work. I get to go. I get to go spend time with people. You know what I mean? I, I don't have to. I get to. I, I get to do life. I don't have to do life. Every single breath 
Every single moment, every single person, every single minute is a gift. Come on, man. Build a life of gratitude. Build a life of praise. Build a life of worship. And I'm going to tell you right here now, it's going, to change your, it's going to change your disposition. And it's going to change your outlook on life. So take those things this month. Challenge yourself to focus. And challenge yourself to transform. And I said this, it's just like last month. It's all starting right here. I got to think this way. I got to think through the lens of gratitude. I got to think through the lens of transformation. Amen? Come on, let me pray for you. Father, I thank, come on, stand up on your feet. Come on, stand up on your feet, lift your hands to heaven. Thank you guys again for coming. If this is your first time, just hang out, meet somebody. Now today I want you to do something too before I let you go. I want you to go meet somebody you never met before. You know why? I think it's so important in church. You know, thanks for sharing and doing all that, but I need you to go meet somebody you never met before. Go say hey. Go introduce yourself. Go find somebody. Man, we just had a great outreach, and I met so many new people I didn't know before. And I'm telling you what, the body of Christ is awesome because it comes in all different assortments of people that are going to help you do life together. And I'm proud of you, and I love you. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for each and every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you for changing the way we see life. I thank you for thanksgiving, gratitude, being gracious, having praise, having worship, having the art form within our heart to change our life, change our circumstance, change our situation. And I thank you that all month long, we're going to take the list. We're going to look at the things to be grateful for, to be happy about, to be honorable about, and walk in thanksgiving and walk in the power of praise. Because I'm telling you, at the moment we put our focus where it needs to be, God, you're going to change our life forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Hey, guys, don't forget. Don't forget. We're going to be back next week. I'm going to be here Sunday. I'm going to be with you. Matter of fact, I'm going to be with you for, for Financial Summit. It's going to be powerful. Get the dates. Get ready. Let's get in the house. And don't forget, we got some men's meeting, women's meeting. We are getting ready to make November. It's going to be a November to remember. Amen. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Awesome, awesome. That's so good. Remember, if you need to sign up for anything, you can go to the back uh, for the relevantnews.com. And don't forget, we'll see you on Wednesday and Thursday of next week, November 10th and 11th, 7 p.m., in person or online. We can't wait to see you then. Have a blessed and wonderful weekend. God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.